Hey guys, welcome to Heated Ways. It's another fantastic show where we talk sports. To my left, we have Mr. T-Ball. Yo, yo, glad to be here. To his left, the one, the only, Mr. Bradstone. What up? The cheesiest of all wheezies to his <laughs> left. What's up, boys? Coming from the land down under, J-Bones. G'day, boys. G'day. And yours truly, J-Mac. We are going to go over week two football. We're going a to... a lot of crazy shit. Though. Yeah, there's a lot to cover. We're going to talk a whole lot of fun stuff with the uh, Josh Gordon uh, dropping or trade or whatever you want to call it, really. I mean, they kind of said they were going to get rid of him and then they trade him anyways. Might as yeah, well get something out of it. Odd situation there. Right? But either way, uh, we've got a whole lot of stuff to cover tonight. So uh, we're talking about some of the rules in football, some of the hitting rules, uh, some of the things that might be affecting games. Ties. Um, ties, things of that nature. So, yeah, let's uh, jump right into this thing. Uh, let me start off by saying, did anybody watch the Seattle Bears game? Probably not, because it's a weak-ass game, right? I mean, I, I watch bits and pieces of every game. I watch highlights. What I'm getting at is, does anybody see the first drop kickoff he since also, Doug Flutie did it? Did you see also, later on in the game, he did a drop onside kick? I did not see that, but it I was see the not kickoff that was baller. But he it was a drop kick, onside kick attempt. It was really cool. That's crazy. But what we're saying by that, on a drop kickoff, if you don't know what it is, it's when you actually, a kicker can run up like he's about to drop kick it, but he actually has to have it hit, drop and hit the ground, bounce up, and then you can kick it. It's yeah. an actual you, rule. You hold the ball out. I had no idea. At, like, at, at, like just from your chest, like just yeah, arms arm extended, and you just drop the ball. The ball has to touch with, the yeah, ground at, at the same time that your foot touches the ball. From Was it to j I think Doug Flutie, didn't he kick an extra point or a he field did. goal or something? It was an extra point uh, he for was the Patriots. The it was for the Patriots yeah. back in 2006 against the Dolphins. And before that, the last time it had ever been done in any situation was the 1940s. Man. So I had to bring that up. It was just a quick little thing, and it blew me away watching Yeah, no, this. that's cool. So, so I wonder how long, the, how long ago the, first, the last uh, drop kick, onside kick was, or if that was the first. Or, yeah, or ever did. I'm I, sure, I've never heard of either one of them. I mean, I didn't so, know it was a rule. Until you guys had just mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, basically. But it's just a basic dude kicked it all the way down to the fucking almost goal line down there. From, yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay, so, and he's a rookie. So explain it to me again. What's... Okay, What's the so, points? So what what you do, like you have the football like this, and you drop it, and whenever it touches the ground, you kick it at the same time. Or you uh, kick it after it's bounced and come off. It bounces up, and then you kick it on the bounce. You kick it on the way back up. Yep. So you're just kicking it to the opposing. Yeah. Team. You're dropping it, letting it hit the ground, can and you, then you kick it. Can you do that it's sort of like a punt, but it just bounces, and you kick it after the bounce. And yeah, you can do it on an extra point apparently as well. Guy just catches it, drop kicks it, boom. Yeah. But you can actually kick a field goal in that kind of way yep. as well. And it's still worth the same amount of points? Yep. I guess so. Okay. It's legal to kick. Good to know. So let's get back to uh, all this crazy stuff going on in the NFL right now. Uh, did you guys know that Minka Fitzpatrick, the uh, safety for uh, the Dolphins, he was a number 11 pick in the draft this year, uh, he actually filed paperwork back on September 12th to trademark the nickname Fitzmagic. <laughs> what? 
You know how uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, everybody calls him that. Well, yeah, he went out and he filed the you know trademark paperwork, all that good stuff to get it. He's saying his mother and all of his family members used to call him that as a kid and through high school and all that shit. So he went down there and did it because everybody's making a big deal about it. But uh, speaking of the other Ryan Fitzpatrick, absolutely tearing it up in the fucking league, of Murdering. course. Hey, before, with the copyright, if that was the case, why didn't he copyright it back then? Because he probably didn't have money since he's a rookie. He just got his contract, so he got some money to pay for that. It doesn't trademark. cost that much to do a copyright. I don't know, man. I'm just giving him credit like you usually give, you know, okay. the opposite side of the pillow. Okay. Devil's you know, advocate. Right? So, I mean, with that said... But what I'm going to go into with this Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm going to ask each one of you guys. He's paused. But uh, D-Weezy, I'm going to start with you. Let's all put in perspective that uh, Jameis Winston comes back after not this week, but the week after that. Ryan Fitzpatrick, no matter, let's say he balls this week, third game, right? Do you keep him in the rest of the year, or do you let Jameis Winston come in there and play? Or do you even see a future? Because here's what's going to happen. At the end of the year, you have to pay Jameis Winston his contract up. You keep the fucking guy that can't stay out of trouble. When does Fitzpatrick's contract up? I'm going to imagine it's the same this year. He's got a one-year deal. How old is He's in his 30s. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I need need numbers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because James Winston can't stay out of trouble. Never has been able to. Do you want him to be your franchise quarterback? Yeah, he's only, what, 24, 25? Yeah, but he's busy grabbing Uber drivers. There you go. Ryan Fitzpatrick is 35. That's... Ready to turn 36 in November. So, well, but what I'm saying is, do you I'm, keep Ryan Fitzpatrick's magic going and keep him in and don't disrupt his team? Because obviously they got some great chemistry. Something's going. working. Something's working. They played some pretty good teams, too. And I will say that I had both Jameis Winston and Mike Evans last year on a lot of different fantasy football teams, and they fucking suck together compared to this year. The so other far. thing is, Jameis Winston's not that great of a quarterback to me. So that's why I was going to ask do you keep Fitzpatrick in? Or do you, after those three-game suspension for James Winston, do you bring him back and you have to give him a, a, a long-term deal? Like I said, his contract's up. Or do you, what do you do there? I'll, I'll say this. Um, this this situation reminds me of the Lentz Foles thing last year. And I I was probably one of the first ones to say, which, I'm, I mean, obviously to save their ass, but I was one of the first ones saying that they should have got rid of Foles and got something for him. Because he's not that great of a quarterback. But, I mean, he's going to start more than some of the other ones yeah. that are starting right now, though. Genius. But also with that, like, he he probably knows that he's not – he's going to get pulled when Winston comes back anyways. So that might be part of, like, well, fuck, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to gunsling the shit everywhere. And he's just getting away with it. Yeah, that, that could be it. But I'm going to say the same thing like I did with the Eagles – situation Trey Fitzpatrick for now send them somewhere that they need desperately a quarterback and that could be a Bills Bills uh, I, I'm saying trade him now while his stock is high get something out of the dude instead of keeping him as a backup maybe even losing him next year I mean not that it would be a loss so, because he's a backup but get something out of him now while you still can do you get do you guys know anything about Jameis Winston's contract? So his contract terms are four years, $25 million. 
So, but the thing is, he's a free agent in 2020, so he still has one more year. Yeah, but um, that's how it works in the NFL. And you're, you're, but in 2019, his so a fifth year option. Next year, his base salary is twenty million nine hundred and twenty-two dollars. That's a fifth-year rookie contract option, is what that is. That twenty twenty, he doesn't have to play there. He can opt out. They can opt out. They can trade him. They can do whatever they want. With they can him. rework the contract. Right. So I'm, what I'm saying is, you keep but him as a franchise, but he can't stay out of trouble. If if they keep him, so if if they keep him, and he's supposed to be the franchise quarterback, look at all the new contracts that have been coming up. So it'll probably he's not be, getting a Rodgers or I'm not saying he'll get an Aaron or, Rock, but like uh, Jimmy G just got paid. I don't know, but I'm going to guarantee you, Jameis Winston will not get a monster contract. Is it going to be more than twenty point nine two? I guarantee he don't get that from the Bucks. He may get it from somewhere else that really needs a quarterback and wants his drama and problems in the locker room. But I, I don't think they're going. If they're smart, they don't sign him back. That's my take on it. And you ride Fitzpatrick till whatever till the wheels fall off. Or well, at his sucks. age, that might not be long. Well, just go to the draft okay. for free agency. So they'll have money. Since I always play devil's advocate, say Fitzpatrick gets hurt. Then you go and you look wherever. Uh, fucking go get Kaepernick. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Fuck that. But T-Ball? I'm going to say, yeah, ride it out with Fitzpatrick. Uh, set it up to where next year you trade Jameis Winston and... Fitzpatrick away for some big top round draft picks. No, so keep no. riding that wave. But if they keep riding that wave and Fitzpatrick keeps balling out of control and they have a really good year, they're not going to have a good draft pick. I'm just saying, if let's say Fitzpatrick decides not to sign, well, he's like, no, I want to go somewhere else. Then what? If not he, all the teams are going to pay quarterbacks though ahead of them though. I mean, they might address other needs. I don't know how many people are. I don't know. Not many people are going to be willing to pay a 36-year-old quarterback. Exactly. That may or may not be able to this keep producing like that. one good season. I mean, he had a pretty good year last year starting out, but he's just he's not a consistent guy. So He never has been. games with the Jets. He's proven Not just him, right? Not just him, their defense. Always have a good defense. Can't win a team game without defense. I saw a stat that said he had more career touchdown passes than Michael Vick or John Naiman. What? Yeah. That's he's crazy. had a long-ass career. Right, he's been playing for, it. what, 12, 14 oh, years? That's when he got drafted. Oh, 13? Well, and in some really shitty fucking markets, like shit yeah. teams, but he goes there and still gets wins. And that's what and I'm saying. People will notice that, and you'll be able to put him on the trade block for fuck. Maybe get a real good quarterback. Put, put, him, in a, put him in a deal with Jamin Winston at the end of the, at the, end of the year. Okay, I'll give you Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston for fucking Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, get them both out of there. Get somebody in there that's not only young, that's gonna stay out of trouble and get the job done. Do you guys know who Fitzpatrick was drafted by? The Rams. Jerry Bones. You some What round? Seventh round. Two hundred and fiftieth overall. Out of Harvard. He's a smart man. So at least he has that to fall back on. He's, He's 35 and 299 days, so you might as well call him 36. They were saying um, he was thinking about retiring from football because his like ten and a half million dollars a year was like the lower part of his class of people that he graduated with. <laughs> He's making the least amount out of all of them, like ten million bucks. He's, He's having the most fun now. Stuff. I can guarantee you that. Scientist or whatever.
Josh Gordon goes to the Patriots for a fifth-round pick. Is this a good or bad move by the Patriots? Bold prediction? Or is this a good or bad move by the Browns in a, in a bold prediction? It's, it's going to be a great move for the Patriots. Um, it's going to be a change of scenery. They seem to do a good job with kind of the bad boys. They turned LeGarrette Blount around. Like right. They made him a wantable person. Like they And he's not the only guy. They, they always do this with the, the kind of bad boys, quote-unquote. Uh, Josh Gordon, from today on, is going to have a 1,000-yard season and eight-plus touchdowns. As long as he stays with the Patriots. If he stays with the Patriots, he's going to, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to have a fantastic – he's never had a quarterback thrown to him that was – Is that caliber? He's right. had 30, probably two different quarterbacks. That's so, even, like – Josh Gordon hasn't been relevant in five years. He hasn't done shit. He hasn't been on the field. That's why it's a bold prediction. You can't count on him at all. You can't. Yep. But he... meetings, mispractice, fucking... Substance abuse. I don't think Bill Belichick will put up with that. Then he'll be gone pretty soon. That's (laughs) That's why I said it's a bold prediction. We said if he stays with the Patriots and actually does what the fuck he's supposed to do. If he's smart. Like, he's going to, like, he's never, ever, ever had a Tom Brady thrown to him. The Tom Brady is arguably the best quarterback around. If you had a Tom Brady, if you had. Versus whoever, Brian Hoyer. Right. Kessler, like, people. It's it's a it's night and day difference. And as long as he as long as he does his due diligence, learns the fucking playbook, learns his routes, keeps his fucking nose clean, he will be an all pro receiver. Those are all big, big ifs. Yep. I know. I'm not saying they're not. Look, I wish but the best. this is giving Josh Gordon a complete fucking brand new slate. It's a it's a start over for him. Like they they said whenever they cut him from the 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 Browns they said that uh, the I don't know if it was the GM or the coach or whoever but he said I didn't even realize Josh Gordon was on our team they obviously didn't give a fuck about him anymore if he can come in and start putting up numbers and points for them and doing what he's supposed to do if he can like I said learn the plays and do his shit they've got a complicated fucking playbook in New England it's not. Easy. Well, you have a standard live up to as well, right? But they have some knack for turning around these guys that seem to have these problems or issues or whatever. And they, Julian Edelman's going to come back soon. They've got Hogan that's going to have some pressure off of them. They'll have a lot more balls thrown his way, and then they're going to have Josh Gordon. That's going to be a pretty good receiving core. And Gronk. And Gronk, if he stays healthy, if you can't do it with those four guys. What the fuck? Like he's got the he's got the deep game. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. He just has to have the fucking brain. He's got the like, size too. He's like six three, six three, two twenty five. He hasn't. But like I said, it's a new start. If he can look at it that way and stay true to what, like I'm sure they didn't just go over there and be like, hey man, if you want to come over here and maybe play some football, we'll pay you. Right. You know, like if, if he stays true to what he's promising the Patriots, then he, like I said, my bold prediction is he's going to fucking have a fantastic year. Okay. With all of them coming back, you're not going to have double coverage on really anybody. Everybody's going to have to have their man. So it's going to leave everybody in man coverage for most of the fucking time. It's going to be different. Tom Brady throwing it to him than fucking Brian Hoyer. Right. T-Ball? I mean, I think on a social media platform 
it looks good for the Patriots, but I don't think it would be good for anybody to pick up Josh Gordon. Like Jay Bones was saying, he ain't showed out nothing. He's unreliable. Yeah. This is a business. That makes sense. This is a business. It's, that's like going into work and saying, I want to make, you guys need to pay me a lot of money to do this job. And then them being like, okay, yeah, we rely on you to do get this job done. And then you don't show up. You like, do stupid shit it. outside of work. And it, it affects your work, you know, relationship. Not only with, you know, other players on your team, but with the franchise as well. So if you become unreliable, like Josh Gordon is considered good. Is he good on paper? How long has he been in the league? Compare that to another wide receiver who's played every game in the league. I bet that wide receiver who's probably, you would probably say it's not that good, has better numbers than Josh Gordon right now. Because Josh Gordon is missing that time, and he's proven time and time again that he's an unreliable person. Now, it, it, it seems like a good idea. It looks like a good idea, but once it gets into the program, it's a big no-no for everybody. It's it, This is just his second chance, and he's getting it. So he's, he should be lucky. I'm just going to throw in one little thing real quick, and then I'll let everybody else have their take. If you were Josh Gordon, and I know that for the, his previous career, you don't really have this to go off of, but who would you rather give it your all for? The Browns? the fucking Patriots. Who's paying me more? Patriots. You don't think the <laughs> the dollars is motivation enough to be professional <laughs> to be to show up? Like I don't know. Come money on. doesn't sp- like money doesn't speak well to some people. You chose a lifestyle to uphold, and if you don't want to uphold the lifestyle that is also required to play a professional sport and do a job, then you shouldn't do that job. If you don't want to go to work. Don't go to work. I feel like that's everywhere, though, not just the NFL. So it's not like you get to do this on your time when you feel like it. This is a business. You're, it's you're a year-round job. job, too. You end up staying in shape in the offseason yeah. and all that shit. If it's you not... can't do that or you don't want to do it or you only feel like doing it sometimes, then football is not for you. So, yeah, like, I mean, you're exactly is. right, though, G-Mac. Yeah, you've also got to take into consideration, like like we said, you know, he's – he obviously went into that front office and made a promise to them that he was going to stay out of trouble and he was going to do he what he was to. supposed to. But in the end, usually nine times out of ten, those people who fuck up and do it in a big way or for a long time and go somewhere else and get that second chance, nine times out of ten, they usually fuck it up again. True. You I'll, I'll say this. Uh, th- this is his last chance. He fucks up with drugs again. He, he'll be permanently out. No team, will, no team will take them. So this, I mean, regardless if money's a motivator or, and that's what I don't understand with professional athletes these days. These guys make millions of dollars. I'm sure all these teams have somebody you can call on 24. And this goes not just for him smoking weed, but for drinking and driving, all that shit. Like there are so many resources those guys can get a hold of. They, Especially those guys. Yeah, that. The team is probably going to cover for we, you. We have resources as civilians. Yeah. So the number of resources that they have as Shit, they're getting free weed. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Like, and free yeah. Uber and free Lyft and free and that's everything. What, that's why the, the drunk driving, I just I don't understand. I'm sure they can have somebody on call. Sure. 
Call the fucking team laundry guy. I guarantee he'll give him hundred bucks. Pick he'll you come up. pick you. Up. I'm sure there's a 24 hour guy for every fucking team. 24 hour guy to do whatever. Oh, That's for sure. So I, I don't know with that. I I don't think he straightens up. I mean, if he he's a monster on the field when he is on the field, regardless if he gets fucked up before the game or not, he's still a monster. But I just don't see I, I just don't see it working. Okay, he's only 27. So he's got a lot of football left in him. And it's on his side. Right. My take on it is that we're talking about Bill Belichick. As much as I hate talking about the Patriots or any of their organizations because of the cheating that we've all found and seen. But if Bill Belichick is going to take a shot on you and you've had this track record, you can't stay whatever it is off the drugs, the drinking, or just coming to practice and shit like that. And if he's going to take... We talk about practice. Right, we talk about practice. But after five years of not really doing nothing, and he would played like six games last year, Bill Belichick comes in, gets you, he's like, hey, we really need some help at wide receiver position. Uh, come give us... He's not just going to be like, oh, come, we'll just give you a shot. He's taking... He's not only just taking a chance, but he's, you know, sticking his head out there if he's actually going to come after you. So I think he's going to make a difference. He's not going to be the old Josh Gordon from 2013 that, what, 1,600 fucking... Receiving yards with a no-name quarterback. to second-year thing there, J-Mac. Yeah, the Tom Brady thing's going to help him out a lot. I just don't see him possibly hitting a 1,000 yards. He may hit an 800 yards. Yeah, you got to be a touchdown monster. You got to think, is he is he going to be in shape when he comes back? Apparently, he's he, really in shape. He should, he should be in shape already. That motherfucker's he, probably he, one of the most ripped players in the he league. He is. I mean, he made Cleveland squad, so you got to be in some much. They're not just going to fucking let you. Like three times. He's came back to them like three right. times. But so I'm saying I mean, he's going to get a chance at it. I've already seen him in uniform. All he has to do is fucking learn the plays. And he'll get it. Shit. He'll get it down, but as long as he stays in trouble, he's going to be a baller. He's he's just got to take care of his shit. I think there's something left in him if if Bill Belichick's going to go after him. He's not a dumb guy. We all know that. He's won tons of games, tons of Super Bowls. Whether it's cheating or not, the guy knows football and he knows players. And he don't tolerate that shit like you're saying. I think he's going to take control of this situation. Turn this motherfucker around. Right. Learn discipline. Learn what you're supposed to fucking do in life. Like on a team and, and, and be a team player. We we with the five of us here on this podcast, we've all had that time in our lives where you have to grow up. And I hope it's now at 27. He's got so much fucking potential. But we're all so we're good. all also older than he is. Yeah, I got him by four years. I mean, two for me. I'm the I'm the youngest on this podcast, but. Still, either way, everybody has that time where they got to finally fucking grow up. Hopefully this is it. Where did he go to college? Baylor. Well, he actually went to Utah and then transferred to Baylor. And he was drafted uh, in in the 2012 supplemental draft. But yeah, Josh Gordon is a beast. He just got to know that he has the opportunity of a lifetime and he's got to take advantage of it. And a team to play for for a lifetime. Right. You're finally getting to play with a good team. You're part of a dynasty. Part of a dynasty. Whether it's a one-year deal to prove it for maybe but, a longer deal. Whatever. But if it is just a one-year deal, deal, what more motivation do you need to prove that you can even get that contract? He, Still be that guy. Well, even if it's just to get that next contract, he's gonna. He has to go above and beyond for the remainder of the year in order to be looked at. I would at least say he has to grab 700 yards and, and throw five or six touchdowns. 
So, will yeah, Josh Gordon sure. be uh, starting week three? He'll be super limited. He'll have at least he'll have at least twelve weeks of playing time, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, but as so, far as uh, it's like seventy-five yards a game to get a thousand yards. That's why I don't think it's that big of a deal for him to get a thousand yard season. The supplemental thing, uh, the Browns actually, which I know you could do this. This is gonna throw kind of a wrench at what we were thinking. Uh, the Browns forfeited their 2013 second round pick in exchange for picking Gordon in 2012 in that supplemental draft because they were so high on him. 